0: Welcome to the Home Care Network podcast. In our podcast, we will be bringing various guests discussing relative business matters concerning the operations of your home care business. Our guests will include fellow business owners, home and healthcare specialists, service providers, and a wide array of business coaches and mentors. Be free to share the podcast within your network and scroll through our channel for more content that may be relative to you. Join us. We are networking today as we build the foundations for your tomorrow. Hey, everyone. It's another day here at the Home Care Business Advisors. I am so honored. I am so grateful that we have Eric Goldberg from Goldberg Law here with us today to talk about veteran benefits. Eric, welcome, my love.
1: Thank you so much, Yvette. Thanks for having me. Uh, We, because I have a a team of like-minded individuals, we've been working together for as long as 12 years. We're really a full-service elder law firm, so we do everything from uh, VA benefits to guardianships, uh, what we call long-term care planning. We do estate planning for families. Uh, We do Medicaid applications, and we do a lot of hand-holding and uh i know about you you were half joking saying that i'm calm cool and collected even though i'm under so much pressure we don't feel like that there's a lot of pressure here because we truly feel like we're helping people it's a very unique uh a unique way of of, uh practicing law
0: right absolutely and and again just being able to attest that and yes i was you know saying that tongue-in-cheek if you will in terms of being calm cool and collected but i know that anytime I make that referral over to the Goldberg Law Group. Um, Everyone is getting taken care of, everyone gets a resolution to their problem. So um, thumbs up to the Goldberg Law Group. So let me ask and open up with this question. Can you actually explain the criteria for an individual to obtain veteran benefits?
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, so the veterans benefits that we're talking about today are aid and attendance. Okay, so that's a typical Uh, Veterans benefit that many of my clients uh, are eligible for or may become eligible for. It is what's otherwise known as a non-service connected benefit, meaning that you don't have to become disabled due to your service. It's just that you have to have served and then become disabled later. So there are four main criteria for uh, becoming eligible for this benefit. First is we have to prove that you are a veteran. Or the spouse of a veteran. So the definition for this program of a veteran is an individual that served uh, 90 days at least, uh, and w- at least one of those days during wartime. Okay, so they do not have to serve uh, overseas. They could have uh, gone to uh, boot camp. Uh, they could have just served in the typing pool anywhere. Uh, they do not have. They did not have to actually uh, be in battle. Uh, second criteria is that their assets must be less than $130,000 and similar and they're they're taking that, uh, that figure from Medicaid, actually it's a very similar figure. Uh, Whereas Medicaid is a five year look back. The VA for and attendance purposes has a three year look back. The third criteria is that your income for VA purposes. So they call it the IVAP income for VA purposes uh, in order to get the full benefit must be zero or less. I, and most people say, oh, well, then I'm, I'm never going to be eligible because I have social security, for instance, so my, my income is above zero. Uh, But what, what the VA does is they apply a formula and they take your gross income, which is your social Mm -hmm. security and maybe your pension, and you, they subtract from that your unreimbursed medical expenses. So as a quick example, uh, if your gross income is $2,000 a month from social security and you're at home with, with home care and it's costing 3000 a month, it's a 1000 $1, income, right. Make, right, but they just make it zero and then you're eligible for the full benefit. Uh, and finally, the fourth criteria is uh, that you have to need assistance with at least two activities of daily living, right, walking, right. walking, bathing, dressing, toileting, transferring and feeding yourself.
0: So, so some of those, so some of those variables are interchangeable, like you said, either with Medicaid or even, you know, an assisted living admission, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Right. They have to be able to, you know, meet some or long-term care insurance have to meet some of those criteria. And that was actually one of my questions, Eric. Um, It was, you know, isn't a veteran automatically approved for veterans based on their diagnosis?
1: No, so they're not automatically approved. Uh, There are. So if if you're talking about a service connected pension, a lot of times there are presumptive disabilities uh, based on Agent Orange and and things like that. But when you're talking about aid and attendance, we have to prove that you're disabled, meaning in, in their eyes that you need assistance with at least two activities of daily living. And then there is the asset and income test. On top of that. right. So so it is a little bit, it's a it's a very different program. but what's beautiful about it is that what you're receiving from the VA is a direct deposit check into your account. So once you've proven that you need this assistance and that your unreimbursed medical expenses uh, meet their criteria, they're going to start sending you checks. And you can use those checks for anything at that point, but because your unreimbursed medical expenses exceed, your gross income you're ostensibly going to use it for for your health care
0: for your health care mm-hmm. so, so what is a typical time frame let's say that I came into your office and I sat with yourself and Clelia and said you know I have a client you know this is the situation if in deeming that they would be potentially um, approved for veterans benefits what is typically the time frame from start to finish from the time that you do what you need to do as our elder law attorney, to the time that we can get all the family can get an approval to say, yep, yep, yeah, we've you know, we've done all of the formulas, we've done all the variables, and yes, you are
1: eligible. All right. I'm so glad you asked that because one of the things that that I try <laughs> to do, and this actually is a very stressful part of my practice, I'm always trying to manage expectations because the VA benefit I ever since they changed the rules for the look back period. So there used to be no look back. And we used to, all we needed to to do was merely provide one month of a bank statement to show that somebody uh, is eligible asset wise. So that was very easy for us. And it was very easy for the VA. But, but a couple of years ago, they went to this three-year look back and everything changed at the VA. So we've gotten approvals in as short as a month once. 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 <laughs> oh, <laughs> we, and, and there have been times, I will tell you, that it's taken two years.
0: <gasps> wow. Now,
1: now, it is retroactive, but the problem that we see with the VA is, and everybody complains about Medicaid in itself, but when you're, when you're dealing with a Medicaid application, you're dealing with one caseworker. When you're dealing with a VA in attendance application, if you live in New Jersey, you're sending that application to Philadelphia and Mm -hmm. they're not assigning an individual so we have a follow-up process where weekly we're calling the va and asking about the status of our applications sometimes we'll call the va and they'll and the individual we get on the line will say that application doesn't exist wow and then we'll call back 15 minutes later and get someone else and they'll say oh no here it is this is the status
0: So so that becomes cumbersome for you and for the team, of course, and and it's utilizing resources in areas that you don't need to be using those kinds of resources. Mm, So with you as an elder care attorney in your group, being so frustrating, is this the same for an individual or a family member, a spouse of who's trying to apply? Are they going through the same kind of hoops to get benefits?
1: Well, they're, they're certainly not following up as much as we are. So they're not experiencing the same frustration we are. But the reason that we're doing that is because we know how important it is to a lot of, of, of these clients. And I think that the families are just feeling the frustration. So those that, that do it on their own, and we invite people to do it on their own as well, because it's, the application process itself isn't that difficult. It's the follow-up process. It's a follow-up. It's time, right. so time consuming. And, and these are people who truly need it. I, you know, sometimes people move money and they don't need it and they just want to get extra money, which they're entitled to under the law. Uh, But some people are literally running out of money and uh, they're counting on it in order to pay for their care. Right. And that's that's right. the sad fact of, of of the VA system.
0: Right. right and, and and I too have experienced that, you know, even a client that we have in our South Carolina office currently, um, you know, driving around in a in a Cadillac and you know, mm-hmm. he's going out to eat and he's this, you know, and then I have, you know, some clients who are bedridden and they, they're just getting the minimal hours under the aid in attendance program, and somebody else is getting, you know, 30 hours a week who's driving around in a in a Cadillac and, and it totally burns me to the core and right. I have to keep my composure at times, but, um, you know, systems are systems um, and, and these exactly. are some of the things that we have to face. So we, we have a question that's come up um, just random mm-hmm. here. Um, um, so what if you have some rental income from an old property? Is it calculated as part of your gross income?
1: Yeah, if you're reporting it on your income tax return, it is. it is going to be added to your gross income, certainly. Perfect. Yeah, which, right. which actually makes it complicated because it's 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 it might be netted out with a loss for all you know. So it, property, it, it depends on what your income tax return says.
0: Right, right. Makes sense. Makes absolute sense. So with all the nuances, all the hmm. nuances, you know, all the different variables, you know, the time constraints and so forth, how important would you say? Um, seeking the guidance of an elder law, elder care attorney, would you say it is for a family trying to get to that point of having some kind of assistance from the VA?
1: Yeah, I, I think that you, you can't, you, I can't stress enough how important it is to have an elder law attorney on your side in this case, especially since they changed the look back because what we wanna do is we're we're here to, to help protect assets as one, of, as one of our roles as elder law attorneys. So what we wanna do is potentially move money and plan for three years in the future so whereas in the past we were applying or we were we were um being asked to apply for va benefits when somebody was already ill now people are coming to us and saying well i have a diagnosis and i want to prepare for the future or um or i'm just uh, becoming older and i'm concerned about long-term care expenses so When you're talking to an attorney, they're trained in how to plan for the future. This isn't obviously our first rodeo. So we know exactly the the right avenues to take in order to make sure that we get an approval later on.
0: Perfect. Perfect. So again, with all of the nuances, um, you know, how, how, and what would you say to our home care owners and our home care members here today, how can a provider being the front line, that next person to the family or the individual, how would you uh, suggest and recommend that they can actually assist this individual in going through the process?
1: So, I think that anytime somebody comes in uh, as a, a prospective uh, client or customer to a home care agency, that the home care agency the individual taking doing the intake or or however it's done uh is asking the very important question are you a veteran or are you the spouse of a veteran and if they are then they should be sending them to a a local elder law attorney and the reason is i'll tell you there are a number of reasons number one it's the right thing to do um you know i think ethically that you should, you should allow people to uh, educate themselves about any program that, that may avail themselves of, of extra money so that they can age in place. Uh, but secondly, just from a, a, a business standpoint, this is uh, one of those things that may help push the individual to remain at home uh, where Medicaid's not the most robust program when they do run out of money and keep them there for a longer period of time, able to pay for their care.
0: Makes sense. Makes absolute sense. Mm. So, with all the different layers of the Veterans Administration, um, how and what would you say, again, to one of our members today in terms of how do they become involved and become a provider um, for the Veterans Administration?
1: Well, there are a number of things that, that you can do. Uh, number one is is number one teaming up with with an elder law attorney. But number two is you know if you become uh, educated in the VA yourself, they can they can do their own applications. Uh, as I as I said earlier, it is very time consuming and it's frustrating. But that's a, that's a nice value add actually if if you could have an individual who's charged with that responsibility. But otherwise it off to an elder law attorney or work hand in hand with an elder law attorney to make sure that the planning is done correctly
0: what is it that you want to see from a home care agency when they walk into your office if you want to do business what do, what do they have to come with
1: right the, the home care agencies that are forward thinking and that are looking out for uh the the, the best interests of their customers and clients and their family members i uh, why not just have an elder care attorney or an elder law attorney, however you want to say it, uh, on your roster, on your bench, so that you can, you know, we're always available. We make ourselves available. And as I said before, I have this great team and they, and they, we've been working together so long that they know a lot of the things that I, that we talk about here. And if we're available to talk to to agencies, to employees, to providers, whenever they have a question. So Why not just find an elder law attorney in your area that you trust and and pick their brain? I mean, if they're they're not willing to talk to you, then they're probably not all all in. They're just, you know, unfortunately, typical attorneys who are are running a billable hour practice and and they don't want to spend the time to to help people out.
0: You are the billboard, Mr. Goldberg, of what we call (laughs) a power partner. And again, okay. you know, in our connection, in our run-ins, in our professional, you know, dialogue and um, in interaction, um, most definitely been that is, you know, you got to have somebody on your bench. you got to have someone behind you. you got to have somebody who you can trust that you right, can just exactly. turn around to and just pick up the phone and ask that question, send that text message. Again, I know that I've done that many a time with Clelia. You know, I've got, a, I've got a client, I want to make the referral and you know, I'm getting those responses. So again, mm-hmm. I so thank you very much for your very candid um and authentic responses um with regards to veteran benefits to for here for our, our guests here today
1: uh thank you Beth. thank you for the opportunity and uh you know a shout out to this the elder care industry in general right because yes. we're all here uh to help each other right and that, that's that's the beauty of the industry
0: absolutely and we're still in it so there's got to be something good about it right
1: yeah exactly
0: Eric, it's been a pleasure, my love. Thank you so much very much for your time. Say hi to all the ladies back there. Tell them to continue doing that awesome job. And we'll be connecting with you guys soon. You got it. Thank you. See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.